0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, a ministry of Faith Baptist Church. It's a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, on our daily walk with Christ, hosted by Stephen and Andy Bitsko, myself. Today we're going to be using our Bibles, as well as the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional. If you don't have a Bible readily available, you can download the Logos Bible software from logos.com. You can also purchase the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional. The first text we're going to be reading today is Habakkuk, chapter number 3, verses 16 through 19. Habakkuk, chapter number 3, verses 16 through 19. Feel free to pause the podcast while you find that in your Bibles. And in Habakkuk, chapter number 3, verses 16 through 19, we see, When I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice, rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the day of trouble. When he cometh up unto the people, he will invade them with his troops. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will joy in the God of my salvation." The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds' feet, and he will make me walk upon mine high places to the chief singer on my stringed instruments.
1: The message for today is a psalm of remembrance. It's an excerpt excerpt of a sermon delivered on the Sabbath morning, May 22, 1859, by the Reverend Charles Spurgeon at the Music Hall in Royal Surrey Gardens. Hast thou considered my servant Job? Ah, says Satan, he serves thee now, but thou hast set a hedge about him and blessed him, let me but touch him. Now he has come down to you, and he has afflicted you in your estate, afflicted you in your family, and at least and at last he has afflicted you in your body. Shall Satan be conquered? Shall shall grace give, give way? Oh my dear brother. Stand up now, and say once more, once for all, I tell thee, Satan, the grace of God is more than a match for thee. He is with me, and in all all this I will not utter one word against the Lord my God. He doeth all things well, well even now, and I do rejoice in him. The Lord is always pleased with his children when they can stand up for him, when circumstances seem to belly him. Here come the witnesses into court, the devil says. Soul, God has forgotten thee. I will bring in my witnesses. First he summons your deaths, a long bill of losses. There, s- says he, would God suffer you to fall thus if he loved you? Then he brings in your children, either their death or their disobedience or something worse, and says, Would the Lord suffer these things to come upon you? If he loved you, at last he brings in your poor tottering body and all your doubts and fears into hidings of Jehovah's face. Ah, says the devil, do you believe that God loves you now? Ah, oh, it is noble if you are able to stand forth and say to all these witnesses, I hear what you have to say. Let God be true and every man and every theme be a liar. I believe none of you. You all say God does not love me, but he does. And if the witnesses against his love were multiplied a hundredfold, yet still would I say, I know whom I have believed. Charles Spurgeon pulls this uh, the verse from 1 John chapter 4, number 16 as a text for the excerpt of his sermon. And it reads, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us, God is love, and he that dwelt in love dwelt in God, and God in him. So the, so the message that Charles Spurgeon said, or the, the excerpt that we read, Andy, mm-hmm. do you have anything to expand upon that?
0: I think Spurgeon's dealing with a, a couple of different topics, and, and I'd like to focus in on just one, and that being how the devil and Satan, being one and the same, how the devil likes to manipulate the situation to bring the most negative connotation to God. For, for example, he brings up, you know, your tattered old body. And, you know, he, he, he's, he's telling you, if God loved you, how would he allow this to happen? But if you think for just a half a second... And you think, I was that tattered old body. Look what I am now. Before you were saved, you were that tattered old body. And when you got saved, you're just a little bit better. You got some Band-Aids on that tattered old body. And you got the greatest physician ever of all time who's got all the medical equipment to make you the best person you could be. And I think that's just something important when you think about how Satan tries to manipulate the situation and shows you something that's awful, but he doesn't show you the whole story. He shows you your old self. He shows you that tattered body, that body that was dwelling in sin in everything that he did. And then that body that he doesn't, what he doesn't show you is that transformed body, a new creature in Christ living to serve God. And I think that's something important that Charles Spurgeon is touching on here. That we need to remember that Satan only shows us one side of the story to make us doubt, to make us fear, to make us question our beliefs, and we need to be focused and to stay focused on what God has for us. Do you have anything, Dad?
1: Yes, I think uh, you know. As for an illustration of bringing the context to this is, if uh, uh, I, I I know I know addicts that have recovered, and uh, you know, every once in a while, or quite often, no matters what stage, you know, that they're at, that, you know, they'll, they'll remember being high and how enjoyable it was and how pleasurable it was and how everything worked out fine and they could get drugs wherever they wanted or they had friends that had drugs or, you know, whatever the circumstances is that it was given a false tense of you know all the good things that happened but they had they had to consciously continuously remind themselves it got me broke it got me it broke up my family it broke up my future you know uh, all the many negative things and i think that's the way that god pulls the card sometimes is he tries to remind you hey before you were saved all these things were wonderful in your life and nothing bad was wrong. Do you remember you made all that money? You remember you had the biggest house in the neighborhood? Remember all the guys or the girls loved you and you had the best car and everything was wonderful. But the reality is, you know, it wasn't that great because you were you were enslaved to the devil. And so you know, I, I I look and I hear this of what's being taken, what what the what the message is, is how Satan has control over us, you know, or or, can, or tries to bring how how you know we are a failure, or how tattered our bodies are, or, you know, we can't amount to anything. But the fact is, and the remembrance is, is that we were nothing before we met Christ. The fact is that. We have a future now. The fact is, we have a complete, uh, a complete, uh, uh, a complete. Uh, I don't want to say the word system. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of another word here, right off the top of my head. I didn't put the note on this one, <laughs> but uh, we have a complete lifestyle that we can continue, in knowing that we're going to win. You know, one of the greatest things is you can read the back of the book in the Bible, and we win. Okay, there's no no doubt about it, and uh, we know what's going to be in our future. We know we have a place made for us in heaven, and uh, you know, I th- I think it's one of the tactics of of the devil. Uh, I think you know, uh, dealing with depression. I think the devil you know puts an idea in in the in the world, and you know, you just you dwell on it. You know, you think how great things were before, and so now you're a piece of trash right now, or, you know, whatever the circumstances may be, and you'll isolate yourself. You know, you know God doesn't want that. God wants us to fellowship. God wants us to assemble. God wants us to, you know, to be a witness. Uh, every time God had to, uh, or Jesus, while he was on the earth, he was interacting between people, or with people. So I, I can see where, you know, if there was a court, like it's saying here in, in uh, Spurgeon's uh, message, you know, the devil bring out all these witnesses, bring out your family, and uh, bring out, you know, you yourself. And like Spurgeon is saying, but I, 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 w- I will continue on and love and know that my faith is in Jesus Christ. So it brings us to the next thing, Psalms, chapter, Psalms 42, verse number 3. My tears have been with my tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me Where is thy God? And in verse ten, as with a sword in my bones mine enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? You know, the great apostle Paul gives the greatest answer when he was asked this question of, of uh, asked this question of uh is it bound to be asked
0: where is thy god <laughs> where is thy god thank you i Ed. pulled a blank too I was uh, like, yeah what is the question i was like there it is right there where is thy god
1: it's the end of uh, verse 10 uh the apostle Paul gives the greatest answer and we go into romans chapter 8 verse number 35 through 39 who shall separate us from the love of christ Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword as it is written for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter, you know, so Paul's saying, Hey, you know, we're going to be, it's going to, we're going to be attacked all day long. You know, we're just waiting. Uh, You know, it's a, It brings into the other context of, as it continues on in 37, it says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, or nor death or for any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is Jesus Christ our Lord. I love this. I love that part. I get psyched up when I do this part. And uh, I read it I'm going to read it again. In first number 38 for I am pers- for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Nothing is going to ever ever separate our our relationship and our love for Jesus Christ, as Paul says, and uh, you know we got we got to take that verse. I remember when I used to teach Awanas, uh, this was a verse that Awanas had to memorize, and uh, you know uh, the the little stories we give when we do Awanas, and I remember telling the kids that you know no matter what, you know God's never, Jesus is never going to leave you. And no matter who goes against you, um, Jesus will still be there. And you know, just to keep your faith upon Jesus Christ, and it's that simple, even for us adults uh, with the Awanas Bible story time. No matter what goes on in your life, you know, no matter like Paul says, we're lined up for the slaughter. You know, we're just like sheep. But no matter what, we have the love. We we have love. Of God, which is in Jesus Christ, and nothing will be able to separate us from that. You have anything, Andy? I think.
0: Um, Just one thing that I found interesting about these verses. For in uh, verse number thirty-eight of Romans chapter eight, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life. Nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. <clears throat> I draw you to the attention of the beginning of the verse. For I am persuaded, he is convinced beyond any doubt in his mind that. Nothing will change the way he feels about the love of God, of Jesus Christ, in our lives. Uh I think that's something we should always be striving for. For, you know, we are totally convinced, not a shadow of a doubt in our mind, that Satan can plant just a little seed, no room at all, Uh that no death, no life, no angels, nor principalities, no powers, nothing in this world or out of this world can change the fact that God loves us and we believe that. And I think something else, just a, a little teaser of something that, we would, that I would like to do in the future, is focusing especially on the first four words, for I am persuaded, the story of Paul you know, being persuaded to Christ Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting story that I would like to do a, uh, a podcast on, episode. in, the, in the, an episode in the near future. So just to hang on to that, that one word, persuaded, is so crucial to the life of Paul and Christians in cities all throughout the world, and especially cities that he wrote letters to. Mm-hmm. I think that's something very important, too. Um, Did you have anything
1: else? No, I don't. You can close this out, buddy. If you'd like
0: to share this podcast, please hit the share button. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, following would also be greatly appreciated. We also join us on our faithbaptistelpaso.org website. Also, if you want to join us for our Bible study, it's not going to be May 19th. It started. It started on May 19th. It's at 730 to 830. I didn't personally attend, but I heard it was really good. It also went a little bit longer. Gonna try to cut it back to an hour this time.
1: Definitely, we gotta have it at an hour just for everybody's (laughs) sleep schedule and life, (laughs) yes, but we went in an hour and a half I think it was yeah I
0: heard that it was I, I might go watch the video recording I heard it was a lot of fun and there, there was is a lot no video good. recording there's no I, video recording I know recording. there's like
1: this rumor that but, it was recorded. there's no video recording no there is isn't no video recording okay yeah
0: well in that case I might just have to read the book you're
1: gonna have that's that's <laughs> the only way <laughs> that's
0: the only way at yeah. this point if you would like to join us on face, uh, Facebook Faith Baptist El Paso is the group name also join our online community Faithlife.com forward slash faith El Paso. Have a good day. God bless you.